Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Hey guys, how you going? Mate, we're doing well. I know it's only been a couple of days, but have you, I guess, had a chance to just sort of sit back and reflect on 2022? Uh, we're at the moment probably still disappointed. Um, you know, having a home prelim and missing out on an opportunity to play in the grand final still hurts a little bit. Um, so just trying to process that. Um, you know, in the coming days, I'll get my head around it. And yeah, all in all, I know we play some really good footy. Um, we've become a really good footy team and excited about what the future holds here. Yeah, Todd, look, you you know, tip my hats here for the year that you've had and the way that you've uh, gone about your business up there in North Queensland. Mate, some shining lights for you. I know uh, Jeremiah and uh, Nanai in the back row, top try scorer, you know, Jason Tomorello turning his game around. Anyone else? Oh, look, across the park, I don't think we had many poor contributors. Tommy did and uh, went from the NRL scrap beat to uh, Origin play within 12 months. Um Jordan McLean was back in the Origin Arena and been picked in the Australian team. Reese Robinson's career best form. Scotty Drinkwater's a good story. Al Holmes in the centres. I'll go across the team and speak positively about most of the lads. Peter Hickey, another great story for us. Mm. Chad Townsend, another great story for us. Mm. Yeah, Todd, um, I guess the, no secret to you that at the start of the season, a lot of people you know, did, did write you guys off. A disappointing season in 2021. Just from your point of view, what realistically were your expectations going into this year looking at the playing group that you had the season you had in 2021 were you confident that you know the boys could finish in a preliminary final spot or was that a bit of a surprise to you as well um oh, at the start of the year if you had told me we play in a preliminary i would have thought it was a bit of a fast stretch but you know within five ten rounds i knew we had a really good team uh, i knew during the pre-season that we're a different looking team and um, we worked really hard. We had an abundance of talent. We just had to stay healthy and take our opportunities and improve, and that's what we've done. Todd, what was a what was a turning point for you when you you've said like after ten rounds you knew you were in with a shot? But what what was the turning point? Was there a moment in time where you looked at your team and went, "Yep, I've got a good team under me under me here." Um, look, been trying to sell a message for a long time about playing the game the right way and. Um, there's no shortcuts in trying to win matches. You've got to play the price physically. Um, you've got to control the ball. You've got to be good with your discipline and not let the opposition out of their own ends with cheap penalties. And you've got to be able to defend your line. There's a couple of games at the early parts of the year where we did that. And, you know, if I look at the round three against the Broncos down in Brisbane, um, we beat Canberra away from being 12 0 down down in Canberra, 118-12, and then we won a game in Darwin against Parramatta where we were on the back foot. Um, and that was, you know, by the, by the time the magic round come around in round 10, we just found out how to win and the, our message becomes self-fulfilling and the belief had started to grow. And, um, you know, 
we play some really, really good, good footy. We found different ways to win. We won on the back foot, we won on the front foot. Uh, we come from behind a couple of times and scored tries quickly. So we knew we had a footy team. Yeah, you certainly never looked like it. you were out of any games. And even when you were, you still come back from the impossible to win them. Did you think that game against Parramatta, a couple of calls went against you, um, but you still had time there to get the game back. Did you still have confidence that your boys might be able to steal it in the end? Uh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, well, 20 to 12 up with, what, 20, 25 to go. That's a winning position. And we just you know, made a couple of errors out of our own end. And what we have done in the past has been able to defend our line and we've had two tries that should have been stopped. Um, so that's a difference. Um, a couple of decisions with the ball and without the ball. And, um you know, we had some things go against us, different parts of the game, but um, that forward pass happened early enough where we could get over it, and we got over it, and we were 2012 up. Like I said, we just we just weren't good enough when it mattered. Right at the very day. Mm. Just going back to um, 2021, Todd, what for you personally did you, I guess, learn from that season? Because um, clearly, you know, a, a lot of things did change heading into this year. You don't go from 15th to, to second without a few things changing. But just for you personally, what, what did 2021 sort of teach you? Um, you're never as close to a winner as a loss you think you are. Um, our halfway point was six and six, going pretty well. And when we lost ten in a row, we only won one more game after that. So uh, we had a few things work against us. Our, our captain retired after two rounds. Um, Justin O'Neill retired mid-season. We moved a couple of players on that weren't the right fit for us or the direction that we wanted to go. And um, they were experienced guys and. We had a couple of injuries, so we had to rely on some kids that just, you know, weren't quite ready for that experience. And we were chartering in and out of um, away games where the rest of the, the competition were down in Brisbane and, and the Gold Coast. And it was a tough experience, and we got to get some footy into some kids that were probably before a time, like I said, but held us in good stead moving forward. And the thing that I'm most proud of, while we got our bum smacked in a couple of games, we never turned it up like a couple of teams did at the back end of this year. And um, we turn up training in this pre-season and they, they just had a desire to get better and uh, we enjoyed training hard and winning games. Yeah, one thing that I guess a lot of people probably have noticed about um, the Cowboys this year, Todd, is, is the guys that you've got there is real character. You know, you, you, even some of these boys that played Origin and, and, you know, Ruben Cotter and Tommy Dead, and there's just a lot of, I guess, heart and determination. How much, I guess, importance for you as a coach do you put on when you're, say, recruiting players or thinking about pulling them into first grade? How important, uh, how much importance do you put on, you know, character uh, over just, you know, playing ability and talent? I think it's almost everything because our recruitment guys, they're always going to throw talented kids in my direction. Um, but, you know, character is going to put you in the competition, talent will win your games. And if you've got both of those, anything's possible. And if you've only got talent, um, you're going to win some games and they're going to let you down eventually. And um, that's what we've, you know, build our squad on. Those guys that you mentioned, Reuben Cotter, um, Tom Bearden, They've come, well, they're from North Queensland. They come through our pathway system. So playing for our club means something. Um, they've had some challenges along the way and it's held them in good stead for when you know, they hit first grade now. And you can build footy clubs around those five guys. I think halfway through this season, Todd, everyone started to look up at your side and across the board you had plenty of experience. And like you talk about, you had a bunch of good kids come through, some state of origin 
under their belts and Reuben Cotter and the likes. But Griffin Neem, a young West Coast boy, comes out of rural New Zealand. How good has he been for you? Mate, he's been terrific, mate. He had a tough couple of years, you know, during this pandemic period. He's a young kid. He's hadn't been able to see his family for a good two-year stretch. Um, Giving him a couple of opportunities to go home, back to Graham House and catch up when he when he's when we've had an extended period off. Um, you know, he's included in the extended New Zealand Kiwi squad. Um, he's worked really hard. You know, and he loves Townsville. We've been in our pathway system now for a couple of years, and you know, we've just signed him on for a couple more years. We believe he's going to be a ten-year player for our club and he's going to be in the future international. So, terrific kid from a great family, and you know, he's. Big, fit, mobile, skillful fellow who can find a trial line, and that's that's a good combination to have. We got a couple of um, questions and off social media. Todd, we are, we told people we were coming on, asked for a few questions from listeners, and one of them, in, or actually a couple in here, asking the same question: How? Uh, what's the distance of the hill that you got your players running up in pre-season? Oh, people people yeah. want to know so they can give it a crack. Yeah, it's three three k's from bottom to top. Um, it's only an elevation of three hundred and fifty meters. Um, the tough parts, the conditions that we run it in. Uh, it's summer, it's 33 degrees, it's humid. Um, and the fact that they didn't expect it to happen, you know, and that was probably the mental challenge more than anything. And um, threw it over three times and um, they nailed it the first time. Half the squad capitulated the second time, just, you know, with all the head noise going on and with the surprise that we threw it at them. And then, by the time we did it last day of our pre-season after four-kilometre opposed hit-out, um, we had 12 guys break their personal best and um, Tom did and set a, a record, um, a club record for going up the hill. So, mm. yeah, it was, it's only 3K, but it's the conditions that hurt. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Todd, we just want to keep you there. Um, I know your time's very, very precious. We just have to get a quick news break away. So if you can just hold the line there, we've got a couple more questions uh, from the listeners. I know Kempi's got a few more as well. So we'll just take a quick news break. We'll come back with Todd Payton after this. Thanks for that, Johnny Mack. Welcome back into Running It Straight. We've got Cowboys head coach Todd Payton uh, on the line joining us. The Dallium Awards tonight, and he's up for Coach of the Year. We're going to talk to him about that very, very shortly. But back to some of the questions from the listeners. And one's come in here from James. Boys, I'd love to know what... um, Todd Payton does to take his mind off rugby league. We know, obviously, the players um, have all sorts of things to take their mind away from the game. Todd, what do you do to just uh, detox and get yourself out of the game? Um, this year, I've played a bit of golf. Um, the, luxury, the beauty about being in town is it's a small town, so I can be on the golf course, we can play nine holes, and I, if I'm on the golf course, golf course at 7am, I'll be in the office by 9.30. So um, try and do that once a fortnight. Um, other than that, I've got three kids, just chase them around most afternoons. Um, and then the other one's beer. I have a couple of beers. <laughs> yeah, beauty. <laughs> yeah, mate, share one Share one with you next time you're down here in New Zealand. Uh, this is the, the the question on most of the Kiwis' lips, obviously, and I know it's a tough one to answer, Todd, but people are wondering what, what it was that you didn't see in the Warriors and that you chose the Cowboys over the Warriors. So it was never a football thing. It was just as a personal thing. Um, during that pandemic period, you, you kind of worked out what was important to you. And, you know, coincidentally, my father-in-law, he went through, you know, a cancer battle. Um, my wife wanted to be closer to him. And, yeah, it was purely around that. At no stage did I have the Cowboys job. And 
we were coming home to Australia to find a job if I didn't get it. So um, during that period, I had a few sleepless nights. Um, yeah, but I, I love the club. I, lo- I love the Warriors. They, mm. they were great to myself and the family. Had some great kids. And we had a really good time there on the Central Coast. And if I look at them next year, they're getting a really good coach in Andrew Webster. I know it personally. He's really switched on. And he loves Auckland and he loves the town as well. And you're getting a stronger squad. So um, I'd be optimistic. Yeah, no, I, I think everyone can understand your reasons, Todd. We're all just a, we're just a little bit gutted that you weren't here with us and we weren't sitting in second place this year, but we'll uh, we'll, live, we'll let that one live. Um, just before we let you go, mate, you've, I know it's probably a hard one given that you're not there, but you have experienced it a lot closer than the rest of us, all these sides throughout the NRL. Who do you reckon's got it on Sunday, Penny or, or Parramatta? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really given it a lot of thought. Um, Penrith have been the best team for the last couple of years, but you know, Parramatta beat them twice, so... Parramatta will go in there holding no fears. Um, but I would just say across the path, I think Penrith have got a better squad, but that doesn't mean you always get over the line. So I'll be just leaning towards Penrith, if anyone. Mate, uh, thanks a lot for coming on. Just before you go, you got a big night tonight, obviously up for Coach of the Year. I reckon you've got a couple of other players too. Uh, Valentine's got to go close for centre, and, and Nanai obviously is a shoo-in for the back row. Um, you're looking forward to tonight? Yeah, I am. I think it's a great reward for our club. Um, we had 10 guys in the origin at different periods or different moments. You know, we had six play, five debutants, and we've got nine players coming down for different awards or nominated for different awards, plus myself. So just to spend a bit of time with them and their partners, you know, in a relaxed environment, um, I'd much rather be preparing for a game, but... Um, this is, this is, I'll take this tonight. Yeah, mate. Well, I, I just want to say you've had a fantastic year. Honestly, I've loved watching the way you guys have played football this year and especially that you, the way that uh, you've portrayed what it really means to be a cowboy. Um, inspiring, Todd. And thanks a lot for coming on tonight, uh, today. And also, best of luck tonight, brother. I hope you pick up that Dalian Coach of the Year award. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Cheers, guys. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.